Welcome to A Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we give you the follow-up to our Black Beers episode, where we explore white beer styles. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Have you noticed that I was really nice to you today? That was really track. sensible. I was about to say that was very sensible. Yeah, well, I, I beat it. you to it. I just wanted the the bat the bat pack <laughs> bat backpat. That's what bat, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. like that was well done, me. I yeah. I kept it concise. I <laughs> uh, you know very very to the point. Very um, yeah. I did really. I think I did a, a decent one today. Yeah, I didn't, was good. didn't throw in too much <laughs> shit for you to sort no. through. No. Um, but also it's because I was like, I don't really no, have anything else to say, say about it. So. <laughs> Brilliant. Just simple today. And you know what? We're going to do white beers and they can be fairly simple as well. So, yes, yes. Wow. Although um, we already kind of hit a hiccup before we even oh, started. Dear. So like, first of all, before we get into the beers that we're drinking, actually, we can go through the beers that we're drinking yeah. while, I, while I say about yeah. this. So the first one we've got today, which is going to, constitute as our traditional offering yes. is the Ho Garden Whitbeer. I've got the massive bottle. Yeah, I um went to go get this and uh I didn't want the big bottle, but I sort of resigned to the fact that I was gonna have to have the big bottle. Yeah. But when I went to, I decided to leave it until nearly four o'clock on a on a Sunday Ooh. to go get this. <laughs> and then I went okay tesco's is closing at four i thought i had until six so i went to the tesco express all they had was the left that was the blonde is that how you say it lefe lefe um i just assumed the second he was silent (laughs) not apparently uh so yeah they had that blonde and i was like oh is this what i needed or was it definitely hogarden and you were like it's definitely hogarden and they're like that's a good one though and i was like I was like, it's tasty. Oh, it's a tasty, oh. tasty, tasty. So, um, I think they are owned by Big Beer, though. I literally don't I mean, know they're still tasty, anything. But... I don't know anything about them. I don't think I've even had theirs. Never so had a like, Lefe. No, I don't it's think I've It's lovely. Have. Maybe we need to do an episode. I've had a Ho. I've definitely had Ho Garden before. I've never had a Lefe on that. No. Uh, but yeah, so it was like, oh, shit. Going to have to go back today. <laughs> the day of which we are recording. Yes. When at lunchtime resigned myself to the fact I was gonna to have to get a big bottle and I was like I really don't want to drink a big <laughs> bottle by myself and my husband won't drink on a weeknight so uh yes but thankfully I got a four pack so it's only one quid more expensive <laughs> and I was like yes we're having company at the weekend so it will be for somebody else exactly I'm sure I'll I'll enjoy it enough myself but I'm sure but yeah it's definitely like now I can go all of you can choose from these three, these three <laughs> beer three options. <laughs> yeah, share amongst yourselves. Yeah. Uh, so we've got that one. And then yep. the second one we got you picked up for us. Yes. Which is the Neptune Breweries. It's yep. just called White. It's just called White. <laughs> it's pretty um, straight to the point. Yeah. Just White. It's a white IPA. Yeah. 5.7% ABV. Yeah. So interesting one not not quite well i mean sessionable for us but not quite session uh and then here's where the trouble starts so i I tackled the hoe garden hurdle right (laughs) went to go make sure all my beers were in the fridge when i got home went to go look for the third one which joanne please 
present I've us with what it is. It is Invisible Jack Nitro White Stout, which is a collaboration between Siren and Thornbridge. And it's what actually kicked off the idea for this episode because I was like, oh, we could do an episode about white beers. Because not only that, I also had this on, which is White Tips, the Siren White oh. Session IPA. Yes, so I was lovely. like, I think I it started, I, I, I asked, I'll get to sort of that in a minute, but I asked Matt from Siren about like, okay, what actually is a white IPA? Mm-hmm. Um quite interested to know what the difference is between that which again we'll get to uh and then yeah we were like we could just do a whole white beer episode yeah. um but <laughs> i went to go find it today i rummaged through my stout cupboard because that's where it should have been and it wasn't there i rummaged through my main fridge it wasn't there i rummaged through the drinks fridge behind me it wasn't there went to the outdoor fridge <laughs> wasn't there <laughs> where has it gone where has went, your, did you have two some... cans <laughs> yeah i do where have they gone i don't know oh, I, ha- I have a feeling one of them might be at my in-laws house right. like i might have just put a whole bunch yep. like in yep. a box and just brought it around theirs and then forgot that it was around there and had the second one thinking oh i have a second one somewhere but i i didn't keep track of where it was um I don't feel like I've tried it. I know. The other problem is I'm fairly certain Sirens still have some yep. at the tap yard, but it's a Monday and I don't think they're open on Mondays. So <laughs> that was, that was, that was on me. That was, that was me. I, you know, it's going to happen is we're going to finish recording like tomorrow. And you're, I'm yeah, going to do a it. beer shuffle in the fridges and it'll be like, Oh, there it is. Surprise. Oh, uh, but thankfully, I really enjoy white stouts. So I already had another white stout. So I, you're going to enjoy the one that we were supposed <laughs> yes. to enjoy together. <laughs> and I am going to have Mad Squirrel's Hood Blink, which is a double chocolate white stout. Nice. So, yeah, I've got another one of their double chocolate. I think I've got the hazelnut or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, but that's not for tonight. That's for another night. Yes. So, yeah, I it guess. It's a school night still. <laughs> yeah, to, to start things off. Yes. Um, so it was under your instruction to get the hoe garden yep. as our traditional. Um, care to explain why? You know, what so, actually is a white beer? A wit beer. No, just a, a white, white beer. beer. Well, it depends on the style that you're looking at. So in traditional beers, if it's a white beer, that usually means it's made with wheat. Because the wheat obviously has that haziness to it. And sometimes it can add kind of a bit of a white pearlescent sheen to the beer. So they traditionally, beers made with wheat were called white beers as opposed to the other types of beers that were around at the time. Um, I said that we needed to get a wit beer. So it's a Belgian beer. Because the flavours in a wit beer are very similar to what is trying to be produced in a white ipa um often white ipas might use belgian yeast um they will have citrusy flavors slightly spicy we're looking at flavors of orange and coriander so Ho garden is a very traditional wit beer which is brewed with coriander and orange peel um i'm interested i haven't had Ho garden in a while um in the past when i've drunk her garden it's tasted like potpourri <laughs> so Fair. i really enjoy a wit beer i don't enjoy ho garden i well, in the past i haven't enjoyed enjoyed ho garden because i find it incredibly floral 
so it's going to be interesting to see what I think of that today. <laughs> I think I've, so. I've definitely had it out and about at yeah. like, pubs like that, and I think I've yeah. en- I've definitely enjoyed it when I've had it out. Now I don't know if that's because obviously they probably are getting it the right serving temperature or or yeah. whatever. I, I don't, I don't I know. Just... Yeah, we're going to see how I feel about this today because I love a wit beer, but I don't love High Garden. So we're going to see how that comes about. And, and you've got the big bottle, and I've got the <laughs> big bottle. But I'm also going to use this after we finish recording um, to do a bit of um, beer justification program training. Oh, nice! Because that will be my wit beer example. So excellent. Um, while we crack this open, I guess yes. So where it comes. Uh, into question in my head so obviously it's yes. a belgian wheat beer um how does that stack up so i've got have you got a vice beer uh no so i've got a blue moon this one's a mango wheat oh i've got one of those here but like how in terms of there's so many different styles of wheat beers how what what makes a wit beer different from all these other styles of of wheat beers that's a very good question <laughs> So a wit beer is specifically Belgian. It will use Belgian yeast. Belgian yeast um, has spicy character. It's going to have lots of lovely fennels. So that's going to be spicy, peppery, those kind of notes coming from it. Um, And a wit beer generally specifically uses coriander and orange peel. Now, you also get Weiss beer, which is a German wheat beer. That will use a Weiss beer yeast and that you get banana and clove. So similar, but not quite the same because it's the different yeasts that are used. Um, So you get slightly different flavours, but equally delicious. Yeah, that's the thing is I've always been really big on wheat beers, like Mm. all types of wheat wheat beers. beers. I I love it. Like when I was in the US, that was like my go-to was I drank a lot of Blue Moon. uh, Yeah. For one thing. Uh, And I drank just wheat beers in general. Like I had the hocus pocus glass that i used when we did uh, another one of the beers i really liked the magic yeah, hat yeah. beer um just overall across the board but it wasn't until we were having a conversation about something and i was trying to figure out like a hopping vice versus another type of vice beer versus a whip beer versus and i was like well can i use this instead for one of your beer tent classes and you were like no that's not no and then it's i was the like same. but what yeah. actually is the difference so it does sound like and a you often comes get down to wit the beer yeast. and vice beer very different <laughs> mixed up and i'm like no no that one, one's belgian one's german but that's it <laughs> and they do yeast. taste they do taste they look, yeah. differently as well but yeah. it's always been like that in my head it just i get them confused because i'm like i know that the when i say origin of it i mean in terms yeah. of like the main sort of thing you focus on is is like the wheat element of it yes. And that's why I get them confused is because I'm like, wheat beer, wheat beer. And just my brain it just can't oh, remember like, no, no, this is separate. No, different. This, I'm just like wheat beers, just wheat beers. But they are, they do taste so different, but it does sound yeah. like a lot of it comes down to yeah. that yeast element of it. And that seems to change taste. Yeah, yeah. So the difference will be the wheat beer, there will be the the yeast that is used in that wheat beer and, partic- and any other additions like the coriander and the orange peel in this one. Um they would all, if they're a wheat beer, then generally you've got about 50% wheat in the grist, so in the grain bill. Um, a Belgian wheat beer has to have 50% unmalted wheat in it. Um, and the wheat is going to add those proteins that then make it hazy. It's going to give it um, a thicker mouthfeel and body. That part. Yeah. <laughs> um, part. And 
it, obviously that that is a different flavor to if you're using barley wheat has a slightly has different a slightly different flavor um you know you know when you're tasting wheat it's got that more kind of cereal yeah. taste to it than the kind of sweeter grainier malts that you get for malt taste that you get from barley which can be like a bit more like grassy hay sweet grain whereas you get more cereal body from wheat i find i really enjoy wheat beers in like autumn time Mm. like that's just i don't know something about like those tastes and like the changing of that season it's just like oh yeah i love it of course an american wheat beer is different again because it uh it may well use american yeast uh it's probably got more hops in it so it's slightly different love it i'm i'm here for all of it (laughs) here for all of it uh, but yeah no and don't at me because I know I'm fairly certain Blue yeah Moon is, they're, they're, they're not it's Miller isn't it yeah it's Miller I think of course yeah but I don't know this like I said this used to be what I, I would enjoy, go I, to I, at bars um and I enjoy I do enjoy a Blue Moon don't don't at me oh no I I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I'm suddenly it's I know it's Miller no. I don't like it anymore um but it used to be my go-to and uh I I got this more because I was like I've never had the mango. They have this amazing, not to not to tangent off too much before we crack open the toad garden. My favorite, um, and we're going back obviously about eight years before I moved here. My favorite was is well, is out of their range, their cinnamon horchata. Mm. It's amazing, but it's it's one of their seasonal releases yeah, yeah. and it's US only. Like over here, you tend to get yeah. normal blue moon, or you've started to be able yeah, in the last the, two the years to get this anyway. mango. Yeah. Um, but I, it's weird because I'm used to you have your blue moon and you have your slice of orange like yep. in it when it's served to you at a bar. Um, I'm like, what do you do with mango? <laughs> Is it like a like a wedge of mango? You like like that a, you weird. need like a twist of mango skin or something. But I got it because I was like, if I'm going to get the whole garden, I'm also going to go and I'm going to get one of these mango blue moons and I'm going to see how it holds up in the summer. But I didn't actually plan on using that as as a talking point. It just <laughs> well, happened to I be next to me. I just happened to have mine here as well. <laughs> I did. It was literally, I, I just I came in and I put the stuff down near me and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, I actually have a blue moon. <laughs> Um, but yeah no that's really helpful because like I said I I I tend to just get them really like confused all the time so I thought it was worth clarifying because I'm sure other people are like me and are like wheat wheat it's all wheat wheat everywhere it's, it is not <laughs> let's right, practice let's, practice open. let's see if it tastes like pokery oh I love the smell already from the smell I'm happy it smells like pokery oh it does not smell like pokery guess like out God, what potpourri do you buy for your house? I mean, I don't. Whose potpourri are you around? Oh, garden potpourri. <laughs> uh, that's a potpourri I would buy, to be fair. Um, so as it is a wheat beer, it's only just slightly cloudy, only a little bit. But it I has think got it's hazed lovely... enough that you can't see. You can I see think... a shadow of I fingers still behind. see my fingers through, so I think my yeast is settled in this bottle. See um, mine. You can see shadow. Oh, no, I can't really see it in the camera. You can see a shadow. Yeah, it's haze, but it's, it's not haze. It has a lovely thick white head on the top of it. If you listen to it, you can hear it fizzle away. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting in the habit of listening to my beers lately. Don't you laugh at me, Joanne? Don't you judge it's me? Got, it's got that Belgian it yeast smell. Has that wheaty? Yeah, I was gonna say it yeah. has that like full-on wheaty smell to it. I love it. it. <sighs> smell coriander. Yes. 
I get the spice notes to it. Yeah, spicy. I really enjoy it. Peppery. What actually is the appropriate glassware? Because I've just pulled up my Mirakai one because uh, it just felt fancy. Like I was like, I'm going to go with my Mirakai glass. Um, but... Appropriate glassware for a home garden is a tulip glass. Okay. Then it'll, it'll be nice and rounded at the bottom, so it'll capture your... Uh, it'll open it up, and then it goes in at the top to capture the head and the aromas. I should have asked before I got my glasses ready, but I regret oh. nothing because I like my Mirakai yeah. glass. So. All right, I'm going in. Let's see. <laughs> it's better than I remember, you know? Like the idea of potpourri, I just I get fl- like slight florally, but not not enough to go potpourri. It's definitely a lot better than I remember. I remember it feeling like full on floral to me. This is this is. But at what time in your life hell... were you drinking it though? Like, was it a time when you weren't really drinking as complex flavors? Like, yeah, it would have been very early on in my in my beer journey. Um, I still feel that way about Franciscana. <laughs> I find that to be a very floral beer and I'm not a fan of it. Um, I don't even think I've ever... You ever had a Franciscana? No. I should have got you to get one of those as well. That's a vice beer though. Is that the one with the monk on it? Yes. I think I've got one of those in my fridge. Mm. Not because I bought it, but because we had a friend round the other day and he left two Fosters and one of those. Oh, interesting. Interesting <laughs> choices. Um, it's definitely better than I remember. You know what? This is This is exactly how your palate changes and why sometimes you need to revisit things and go actually do I still not like that I'm still laughing at the fact that you just went interesting choices because I'd like yeah I mean he's he he isn't touching my beers that's that's fine happy days um but yeah I came home I was like who's fostered these (laughs) who's is this like oh it's Adam's and I was like oh right guess we'll Put them in the outside fridge for <laughs> when he retrieves them. Sharing beers. Yeah, I've got like Cronenberg's out there. I've got like, I think I've got I mean, some alcohol freeze that my brother-in-law left. I was like, I'm not going to touch a Bavarian alcohol free. <laughs> oh, no. no. Currently there's San Miguel in my fridge because that's what Gordon likes. I don't think I've collected one of those yet. It's like Pokemon cards. I mean, like, don't how tell many him. people's don't, beers can I... Don't tell him that because he'll send you one. Um, I've already got the whatever I've already got the Bud Light over yeah. there. Oh, I need to decide He's what I'm going to send him back. <laughs> yeah, look out for the complex review of Bud Light coming yeah. to a podcast near you soon. Yeah, uh, yeah. So appropriate glassware. I didn't ask about it. Should have tulip glass. Tulip. Um, do we know about serving temperatures? Like we roughly do. what you're supposed to um, between four and seven degrees Celsius, which for you Americans, is 40 to 45 degrees Fahrenheit. That's brilliant, thank you, because I was just going to say... <laughs> What's that in Fahrenheit? It's cold. That's cold, cool. <laughs> I know, yes, like, I rough... Always appro- look that up, just for you. I know rough approximations, but more so in terms of, like, heat. Yeah. Because I know if it's, like, mid to high 20s into 30s, I don't want to leave the house. Right. And if it's, like, low 20s, it depends on the humidity and the wind, but that's also hot. And then anything under 20 is kind of like bearable. And then when it gets down to like closer to zero, it's cold, but it's not as cold as the US. So <laughs> that is, that's how I gauge my <laughs> Celsius temperature. Yeah, you get a lot of, lot of snow in Boston, hey? Yeah. So it's like zero to them is very different to zero to us. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so yeah. I know that much, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, the only other question I had was the difference between them and you already answered that, so... Uh, um yeah not as not as floral as i remember 
No, yeah, I do get the florally notes, um, but I do get a lot of like, um, it's very subtle and I think it's more spicy. Mm. Is more what I get more than anything else. But the wheatiness, I mean, it is, it's not thin. It's a nice mouthfeel. It's like a nice medium sort of mouthfeel, in yeah. my opinion. Low medium. Medium bodied. Yeah, quite like it. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be even better in the sun. Yes. But I've, I've got my heater on under my desk because this room's <laughs> quite cold. So I feel like be all right. sitting out in the sun. So <laughs> I'm happy with that. I'm all right with that. I'm, what I do want to compare this to is, though, the white IPA from Neptune. Well, with that, open. Shall we crack this one? Yeah, definitely. But what I did, um, so kind of where I originally was started was saying that oh, we got the, um, I got the white tips from Sirim, yep. which led me to ask Matt what actually is a white IPA because I hadn't heard of one before um, when they had originally done white tips and I was just really curious and basically what he said to me is he said it's basically a hybrid of an IPA and a Belgian whip Um, so he said uh, for this one in particular so this is white tips that they've done um, he said that they used a Belgian yeast for it um, he thinks it's actually the Hoe Garden strain Hoe Garden that they strain. used um, but also a ton of hops so interesting there you um, go they look completely different if you're on the video um the high garden is a hazy yeah. lemon yellow and the white is kind of your classic gold ipa <laughs> color oh dear it's got yeah. a nice foamy white head though um i think it's a bit more spongy than the high garden I would agree. And I would say it's kind of less, it's hazy still, but it's less hazy. Like I can see when I do the test of put my finger behind it, it's still cloudy, but I can see it a bit clearer than, than I could on the hoe garden. Now it says it was hopped with. I think this smells sweeter. This one smells more florally to me and a lot sweeter than, than the other one did. So this was hopped with Gerillo and Bravo. I don't think I've had either of those hops before. You think I've heard of Bravo before? I might know. find out. I'm going to find out what they what they like. Uh, banana pear spice aroma, perfectly. Which one's that one? That's that's the Gerillo. Um, it is perfect for pale ales, saisons, and Belgians, which is what this is. Do you think that's pear that I'm smelling? Yeah, I I was just trying to identify. I was like, it's it's sweet and it's fruity, but I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't place it. And the second you said pear, I was like, that is exactly what it is that I'm smelling. Because you don't often, I think you don't often get pear within a bit. So you don't, like your brain doesn't go there when you think, oh, it smells fruity, but I can identify the fruit. It never usually goes to pear, but it does smell like a bit of a tinned pear. And usually if you get pear, it's a fermentation flavour or aroma. Yeah. Um, so Bravo is a bittering hop and it provides pleasant fruity and floral aroma characteristics. So that'd be where that floral is coming from. It's coming from the Bravo. Interesting. I want to take a sip. That's very different. Oh, I like that though. It doesn't give me like wheat vibes, Mm-mm. but I am getting like, like I said in the smell with the pear, it smelled like a tinned pear. I'm tasting tinned pear. I'm getting lots of floral. I'm getting floral. I am getting bitter. But balanced, it's not yeah. like an overpowering bitterness. Um, but like all a little bit, little bit of pear. spice, little bit of spice. Um, and I think, uh, yes, yeah, so this has got multi barley in it as well as wheat, and the multi barley is higher up in the list than the wheat. So I think they've used more barley. So I'm getting a bit more of a biscuity note 
which is quite different from the wheat in the wit beer. I think quite the bitterness as well for yeah. me anyways is coming in towards like the back end of it so it starts off for me it kind of starts off like more heavily pear and then it kind of very quickly changes to like a floral and then yep. it finishes on a bitter yeah biscuity and then bitter yeah the biscuity for me goes by so quickly that I probably wouldn't pick it out if you hadn't said that mm. I would you saying that I can take a sip and go yeah okay that's there um but it's not something that I would have stopped to think of because it just really quickly goes kind of from what, for me, it goes quickly from one thing to the bitter. Yeah. It's interesting. Hmm. I guess this is like, I'm assuming you just drink it out of whatever it is you drink an IPA yeah, out of. Just a regular IPA glass. So you can use like a Spiegelau glass. Which is those ones I don't try to pronounce there. it. They've got the like lip ridges on the handle and then the yeah. nice bold shape because then that helps the carbonation go up through the beer. Um, or a teku. You can have it out of a teku. Just serve everything out of a teku. Teku, teku, your, teku is your all-rounder. I think you could drink anything out of a teku. That's probably true, yeah. Yeah. If you want, you know, someone asked me the other day, how do I start a, my own beer glass collection? And I was like, get yourself a teku. <laughs> because once you see, once you feel fancy as f yeah you're gonna be like i want to feel fancy as f again yeah and then you're gonna get another one and then you're gonna go i've got two fancy as f glasses i need to (laughs) i need to balance it out a bit and then you start getting something else then you go like i got hopped sauce the other day because i've been really into like buying the beer hot sauces now because i i've been i've been super into like drizzling hot sauce on my pizzas i make pizzas now i don't do all the time Yeah, you don't do hot sauce. I F-wording love hot sauce. See how I'm editing myself? So I'm giving you an easier job of the editing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I, it. F-wording love hot sauces. So literally, I'm like, great, now I can get hot sauce. That's like beer hot sauce. And I'm actually going to probably go back and blame Mirakai for that because that started me down a slippery slope <laughs> when I knew that they were coming out with the with their goes one. And then I also saw the Vault City one and I was like, I want that too. And then it just, I spiraled and I was like, I'm just going to get all these hot sauces. So I've been drizzling them on my pizzas. It's been really good. But when I bought it, you had to get a certain amount in uh, in your order to get free shipping from hot sauce. And I was like, hold my beer. I can do this. Um, it was like 30 quid. I think I was like, well, I'm going to get this bad. glass and my yeah. glass is over there. I'm not going to roll over and show you, but it's got like peppers all over it. Yeah. And it says hot sauce on the back. And I was like, well, I need that. Like that will help make up the difference. Odd. But then it came to, tw- I'm not shitting you, Joanne. I didn't edit that out because <laughs> I'm, this is, this is really driving the point home. It came to 29 <laughs> <laughs> Or no, it might have come to 29.98 or something like that. Because once you worked out like the pence on it, yeah, yeah, like there was like a few pence difference. (laughs) And I was like, and I think I could either pay like three quid shipping or I could buy another (laughs) thing for five quid. And I was like, I'm just going to pay for the shipping. Because I could have taken the glass out and just gotten more hot sauce and it would have like evened out a bit better. And I was like, I'm committed to the the glass now. I'm not going to do that glass dirty. I'm just going to. I'm just going to pay the three quid chicken. Um, but yeah, then you see glasses everywhere and you're like, oh, that, I kind of want one of those beer now. glass collection, like buying beer glass co- glasses is addictive. It will take over your house. There, look, <laughs> it will take over your house. And at some point, 
you are going to drop one and break it or your partner's going to clean it up for you being nice and they're going to break it and it's just oh it's going to get you it's going to get these you are, these right even, in the chest these aren't even all of them like I've got even I've got like yeah. a whole cabinet full in the other room as well um yeah. but those are the ones that are either I don't want to they're harder to replace so I only yeah. use them when I know like I'm taking them out I'm using it and I'm putting it away here there's yeah. way too much room top for me accidentally tip. dropping something top tip yeah. on site on when you've got a beer glass collection anything that is your prized beer glass stick it in a cabinet away from anything and only use it on very special occasions and wash it up yourself and put it away because if you break it yourself you can't blame anybody else that's your own fault I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to do you one better. My even better top tip. Yeah. Buy two of every glass you get. Yeah, but then you've got to store them somewhere. Do you know how many glasses I've got? Like second ones can go like in a box, like somewhere so that way when you break one. If you written, no, don't do it for like every single one, but like ones that are going to be harder to replace or like really unique. Get to it. I mean, I'm to be fair, my favorite glass at the moment is my Three Heels Teku. And I did buy two of those. (laughs) Which one? Because it's a solid. The actual Teku Teku. Yeah, the actual Teku. Yeah, no, outpost. not the one we got from the outpost because that that's sexy and that's in the good that glass cupboard. That one is se- No, that one is sexy. The yeah. one that we bought the That's in the good glass cupboard sexy. and only comes out on special occasions. <laughs> like, I want to drink tr- wine out of it. Right. Like, I'm like, mm, that's That is only is to my be red used wine glass. <laughs> for Three Heels beer. <laughs> so that is in the good glass cupboard. No, I bought two of their Teku because their Tekus are good and solid. Like they are robust. Literally, but I, I was just like, like, I want two of those over ones. because if I break one, <laughs> then I've got a second one, and this is going to be my go-to glass. So I have a spare of that. I think I knocked mine over at one point, not intentionally, but like obviously I have them all kind of stacked up there, and yeah. there was like a domino effect. Like I was grabbing one oh. from behind, and then like oh, no. they all started going, and I was like, no, like slow motion, and yeah. I kind of tried to save them and. I think that one ended up knocking over and I was like, but it was okay. Cause it's so, it's so solid. thick yeah. that I was like, nothing's breaking this bad boy. So highly recommend that class. Yeah. It's really yeah, great. And it's almost it's approaching the season of where I can wear my three heels hat again. <laughs> so I'm really happy because I wore that all winter. <laughs> it, was, it was happy times, spring, yeah. all of it until it got yeah. to summer. And I was like, I, genuinely can't justify wearing a hat anymore sweating um yeah i just i didn't want to take it off but but yeah good good beer glass collection yeah if it's one you think you're gonna have struggle to get again or you don't want to have to worry about getting it again or it's something unique or you're abroad somewhere and it means something like it's important to you like you've gone to this place that you've really wanted to go to get two glasses <laughs> top tip top tips um should we open the white stout well before I open it, because I've still got the, it. No, I think well, I've quizzed okay. you on everything, because I think yeah. I already, already had the pre-chat yep. with Siren about it. So I went in a little bit more knowingly on this one. Now, I actually do know what makes a white stout a white stout, but do you want to tell us what makes a white stout a white stout before I crack open? Well, I will just say, interestingly, uh, you know, when we're talking about our little style guideline boxes from, you know, BJCP or from Brewers Association... Uh, a whip beer and a white IPA are official styles. A white stout is not. It's, it's not. Is, is it classed as experimental? Yet. It's not even approved yet. So, but you know, let's be Belgian about it and just brew beers that we enjoy. Oh, the amount of times I've gotten into like just arguments with people that they were like, "Well, it's not a beer," and I was like, "But it is." 
like it physically like I understand that it's not technically but it is (laughs) no but here's the thing right so here's the thing so when we say stout we automatically think of a dark beer but stout does not mean dark stout meant higher ABV I meant a stronger beer so it could be a stronger pale beer um and in fact they do sometimes get called tippers right quippers could be a stronger pale beer and sometimes they get called pale stouts as opposed to white stouts um so it is a it's a stout but it's light in color um and we call it a stout because it's going to have those stout flavors in it or it should be trying to emulate those stout flavors so we're thinking vanilla we're thinking chocolate we're thinking coffee we want a thick mouth feel in a pail of beer that is probably going to be provided by lactose so be aware of that um but that's what we're going to be looking for from a white or pale stout yeah, I've I've had the argument with people about it. It's it doesn't look right. It's not a real. We're beer, judging it blah, based blah, blah, on blah, blah, why you know, but judging it based on how it looks. So it's yeah. not a stout, and there's right. no such thing as white stout. I was like, yeah. there is. I mean, actually, <laughs> I think we talked about this in the stout episode. I found uh, I found a reference to a Bavarian stout, which was a pale stout beer. So there are examples of it in the past. So be quiet. <laughs> Is it, I think BJCP is it I, I might not have the terminology right but it's it's characterized as like a um not exotic it, was it um experimental so it's it like experimental so they have quality. they have specialty beers in ranges that's where the white white IPA sits under uh, specialty IPAs um white stout has not yet made it onto the list um but they're adding stuff all the time they do a review like every five years or something um they have it feels quite... like they don't review like often enough well I because think, i think yeah i don't know if it's that beers craft beer anyways is progressing all these different styles so quickly that just yeah i, I don't know or if it's a... just the we just put things in a box and we like to keep things in a box like it feels like they yeah. don't review it nearly often enough probably i mean i think there's been like an explosion like we, there has been an explosion in the craft beer industry like people are just trying new things and you know why not give it a go see what it tastes like is it any good cool that's how the belgians work the belgians don't get this beer style thing they're like why why have i got a brew to some guidelines i'm just i want to make this tasty beer and i'm going to make it this way and it's going to taste good what's your problem hop hop, hop and vice so obviously we did right. the episode of hop and vice, vice. Is that that doesn't actually sit? No, in a that doesn't category, exist does anywhere. It? Yeah, no. that doesn't exist anywhere. And that's because that was produced in what does it say? Two thousand and eight, way back. Two thousand nine, something like way that. Way back. Um, so that's that's a new thing as well. But it's experimentation. And mm. if we don't experiment, we don't find the new things. Like we wouldn't have black IPA, which is a recognised specialty IPA. It's we wouldn't have New England IPA, which is under ex- specialty IPAs because people wouldn't have, have played around with the recipes and seen what they could do. Yeah, it's an no. art form, people. Is <laughs> get with it. Yeah, no, agree. Right, I am ready to crack. So, um, what's what's the ABV on yours? Mine's eight percent, five point nine. <laughs> um, but mine's a nitro, so I've got to hard pour it. So I have got my siren nitro glass that you kindly gave me, and I am going to hard pour it. I'm going to clear. And, and I, I was looking for um, the uh, tumbler. I don't remember the yeah. actual proper name for it with a tumbler um because i've got i had two of them yeah the frosted one and i was like 
oh yeah I forgot I gave Joe that when she was here <laughs> yeah. I was like where's my other glass go and then I was like oh, yeah, I gave it to Joe gave it to me okay right I'm going for this we're gonna I should hear this lovely I'm gonna let you go first I'm gonna do this here we go oh you can get the lovely let's see right here we go we're gonna hard pour it oh mine smells virgin gorgeous oh yeah it smells good oh it's not gonna fit <laughs> <laughs> I do that as well like with some of the nitros it's like you pour it and then you have to stop partially yeah. let it settle a bit and then just keep going oh it smells good look at like it just it's it. so deceptive to your eyes so if you're looking at the video it's just like golden mine yeah. is a golden quite see-through it's only like a touch yeah mine's haze not really it's more or less see-through, see-through yeah I've the got head a on it, creamy white head on mine. Obs. The head on mine hasn't really stayed very long, but I can see lots of carbonation bubbles, and it just smells like what you expect, like chocolatey vibes that you get from a stout. It just doesn't seem like it should be coming from something that looks like no, this. I am getting cacao nibs and like cafe latte. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm. It, I know that they're biscuit. very oh, different biscuits. I know that they're very different, but I'm getting pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah. I'm getting roasty. I'm getting, you know, the ro- roasty coffee. I'm getting milk chocolate, not cacao nib. Um, that's quite important nibs. because I really like cacao nibs can be hit or miss with me because the bitterness that comes with the cacao. Yeah. Um, but this smells like milk chocolate. So I'm really excited. And then, yeah, biscuity smells yeah. like dessert in a glass yeah it smells lovely but wow. not overly sweet like it doesn't smell no. sweet to the point that i'm like oh i feel like my teeth are gonna fall out no all right i'm going in oh i like this doesn't taste like an eight percent i'm gonna start with that uh i'm very happy to report that the chocolate comes through more milky chocolate um which there's nothing more disappointing than when you smell milky chocolate versus cacao nib and then you end up getting the taste of cacao because like if you're like me and you can find cacao sometimes being hit and miss um nothing gets you more excited when you're like milky chocolate and then it doesn't (laughs) doesn't taste taste like that so this actually tastes that level of like sweet chocolatey quality to it and I'm getting a lot of roasty in the taste and it doesn't it's very deceptive like you look at it you see one thing and then you taste it if I close my eyes and I didn't look at the colour, I would guess maybe porter or stout. Mine's a bit thin. Mm. Um, I'm getting coffee, but I'm getting a little bit of citrus. Oh, I don't think it is citrus because there's sweet licorice in it, and I'm wondering if that's what it is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, it's not as chocolatey as it smells. No, I'm not getting the cacao. See, that's what I mean, is when you smell like chocolate, yeah. there's nothing more disappointing than like when you smell chocolate of any kind. And you're like, it's going to be chocolate. And then you go in for a sip and you're like, there is no chocolate here. Chocolate doesn't exist in this glass. Interesting. <clears throat> I'm going to drink it without looking at it. <laughs> but you already know what it looks like. So I feel like that's the spoiler. Yeah, it's got, a, I, I think the licorice is doing it wrong. Because I think it's making, it's making it a bit more citrusy to me. And so then it tastes like like an IPA, like a, like a pale ale with coffee in it definitely getting like white chocolate in mine as well which is quite quite nice it's like milk yeah. chocolate and white chocolate um I think what I would have what I would actually go out on a limb and say about mine so again mine's the mad squirrel hood blink because I don't know what happened to my uh, siren <laughs> Thornbridge club. um 
I would actually go out on a limb and say this tastes more because of the um, coffee element to it and the chocolate element to it and that sort of low to medium mouthfeel creaminess sort of element coming in. Um, I would say this tastes more like a tiramisu than than the London Beer Factory Zia. Yeah, really? I got like no tiramisu. Somebody posted the other day on one of the forums about Zia. Yeah. And I just got no tiramisu from that when I had it. It was quite um, cloyingly sweet. Like it was really sweet. sweet. And you expect sweet from like a pastry stout. But there was no like sort of, it didn't really have those elements of a tiramisu. Now this isn't meant to be a tiramisu, but it has those like roasty chocolate, slight biscuity, um, light creaminess to it and and not a very thin mouthfeel and not the thickest. So like I said, light to medium, thick mouthfeel. Like that is more what I expect from tiramisu than something like Zia, which is billing itself as a tiramisu Yeah, I enjoyed Zia, but I love a sweet, sweet beer. It's got one over there, actually. Um, this is all right. Uh, I think it's because it's 5.9%, so it's not as thick as it could be. I think also but some level fine. of that, from our experience, I think I could speak both of us when I say, from our experience with some of these nitros. Yeah, um, it does kind of the rob nitro, the flavor a bit. If, if we hadn't done like side-by-side comparisons, yeah. we didn't know better we'd probably go, yeah, like, okay, I, I get this and I get that and, you know, is what it is. But I think because we've done quite a few now side by sides of the exact same with the nitro, yeah. we've noticed that the nitro tends to kind of mute the smell and mute the taste yeah. just so slightly um, that you just don't get the full intention of what it's meant to be. So I kind of wonder, like, if they did this white stout and they took the nitro out of it, would yeah. that, how would that impact the taste? I would love to kind of see how that would change things if it wasn't nitroed. Yeah, I, I would too. I think it would be slightly different and I think I would enjoy it more. So Soren's announced they're doing the, the Pompa Macello. Um, they're doing like the nitro sour, which I've never had a nitro sour before. Oh, I'm not no. sure, I don't know who's made a nitro sour before, if anyone has. Um, but they're going to be like having it on at the tap yard as well. So I'm quite interested in trying. I quite like Pompa Macello. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a nice, it's a lovely, nice refreshing sour um and i'd like to see that side by side yeah. to see if because obviously we've done stouts side by side of nitro non-nitro we've done red side by side nitro non-nitro and all that but i've not had a sour like that so i wonder yeah. where sours are so punchy and very um like they really cut through with that flavor yeah is the nitro going to impact it or will it enhance it in a way or i'm really interested to see how that's going to play out yeah that's it. i think that'd be interesting so I looked up how brewers get the roasty chocolate coffee flavours in a white stout because in a regular stout, to get those flavours in there, you're going to use specialty malts. But by adding those specialty malts, you're adding colour. Um, and obviously, you don't want the dark colour in a white stout. Um, so the way that they do that is they add coffee or they add cacao to get those flavors rather than adding color they may add a tiny bit of uh, specialty malt so this is like this is quite a golden color so there may be a little bit in there but i found it interesting that they use um they might use green coffee oh i didn't even know that yeah that was to a get thing. the so it's is, like when you unroasted. say green coffee well, okay i was gonna say is it more like the plant as opposed to yeah so it's un unroasted to get the coffee flavor without the color so i thought that was interesting <laughs> 
that kind of makes sense in a way if you think yeah. about like hops and how hot like you know what I mean I guess yeah. it, it does make sense in that way yeah I thought that was really interesting. interesting yeah that is really interesting this one doesn't seem to have it so it says um just to read the back of my can it says it looks like a pale but tastes like a stout uh, it's hoodwink, but not as you know it. So I think there was like a normal. Yeah, they've got. A, yeah, they've got a normal. Yeah, yeah, this was just the the double version, effectively. Um, double version of our legendary white stout hoodwink is made with lactose, vanilla, and white chocolate for a sweet, decadent flavor that defies its light appearance. This is a one-time brew blink, and you'll miss it. So yeah, it, I mean, it definitely is decadent. It definitely gets that white chocolate and vanilla. I can definitely get the lactose in it. But it's just really interesting because it doesn't say anything. There's not, It's not to say that it's not in here, but there's nothing on the back of this can that suggests... Coffee or chocolate. That it's, yeah, chocolate. other than white chocolate, um, which can be very, like, meh when it comes to flavours. Yeah. I think it can be very subtle. It can be overpowered by a lot of things. Yeah. So the fact that it stands out so clearly with the roasty elements is really interesting to me yeah. because... I think the only other one that did it really well, like I know I've mentioned Siren a bunch of times, but I, there's not too many white stouts that I've had. I really enjoy white stouts, but there's not too many I've had. But the one that I've really, really enjoyed was the Caribbean white chocolate cake. And that was because you really got the white chocolate coming through and it tasted like white chocolate. Like it wasn't a lot of times they go, oh, it's white chocolate and vanilla and you lose those. But the same thing with almond yeah. Almond, vanilla, and white chocolate. I find you just lose it so much. Yeah. I find that those flavors tend to just disappear the, yeah. the vanilla, the white chocolate, the almond, like those ones get lost. And it's definitely not lost in this. And it's it's just really well done. Uh, you definitely can't get it anymore, I don't think, because I got this quite a bit ago. Mm. Um, obviously, it lasts quite a while. So it goes off like 2022, I think. Um, so if you can find Hoodblink, definitely get it. I really recommend it. So. Right, well there you go that is an introduction to white beers yeah didn't didn't really didn't really know what we were to be honest yeah. I didn't really know what we were getting into when we started it I was just like I know that there's this 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 and this don't know much about them but I'll let Joanne explain to me we got three very different beers I think out of it yes yeah um, when, when we finish recording I'm going to kind of go back and go like okay ho garden back and forth between the ho garden and the yeah Neptune, just to kind of I don't know get that second pass through I think yeah um, but yeah I'm really enjoying this hood blink I kind of don't want to move away from it so and you know what I'm gonna give ho garden a second go because I think my palate has changed since the last <laughs> time I drank it thinking that it tasted like potpourri uh, yeah that was just like when you're like yeah potpourri I was like well I don't think I got that <laughs> yeah but then I guess so it all now. comes back down to where were you at the point in your life that you tried it you know I say, I say to people all the time you say to people all the time yeah. you know your taste buds change yeah don't revisit stuff like I think we we soapboxed it like last time when we were saying you know sour beers for example yeah. like maybe you don't like them go back and try it again if you've not tried a particular one because maybe you'll like that one I don't know um but yeah go back around revisit some stuff that you maybe didn't like before but everyone else tells you is really good so maybe you try it again and see how you feel about it now so but if you still don't like it you don't have to drink it and that's no, fine you can drain for it <laughs> yeah, it's okay don't fine. let anyone pressure you yeah. into saying you've bought that you, you now need to drink don't it. let anybody pressurize you into saying you have to like you don't have to like anything 
Um, and just because you don't have a BJCP or yeah. like a fancy certification, yeah. it doesn't mean that you can't just be like, this isn't to my taste. Yeah. It's what like we said before, it's one thing to criticize a beer and yeah. say it's not brewed well when it's just not to your taste. Yeah. But it's another thing if you're like, it's not for me. So yeah. I'm not going to struggle to drink my way through it. And that's fine. Drink what you we, love. That's what exactly. I'm about that. With that, Joe, if anybody wants to come and talk to you about white beers and how they're made or or just the difference between different wheat beers where can people find you um you can find me on instagram facebook and twitter as a women's brew you can also find my beer school which is probably the best place to come talk about beer styles because we do that all the time i even have a beer membership where we do that all the time that you can join um you can find that i am love beer learning on facebook i generally hang out on instagram but we're also on twitter we're on tiktok and we're on pinterest or you can come and find the website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk all the information about the courses about that beer membership where you can uh, you can taste and learn about new beer styles every month is on that website and you can also email me lovebeerlearning at gmail.com we will pick up emails for the podcast there as well so there we go on that note cheers cheers <laughs>